praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. <coughs> Father, thank you. Thank you for another opportunity to come before you today. I'm so sorry if my voice is somehow a bit strong. So just accept me like that and try to listen. The strength is made available for me. Praise the Lord. Wow. Today is the last day of the boot camp. I am so excited about what God has done. It is marvelous in my sight. We started like play like play. Look at us now. I am very, very sure you have added weight. The exponential growth is fast and obvious. That people around you will take note of you and bless God for your life. I hope you've really eaten well. As for me, I took my appetizer, my main course, then my dessert. So I am full. I also want to implore you to, be, to please practicalize everything you have learned so that your profiting can appear to all. You know, I, I, I kept using that word. Mm. So that your profiting can appear to all. Please don't forget that these things, thank God they are there. Pick them up all over again and just listen and go over it. Bible says, this book of law should not depart from your mouth day and night. There's something, there's something about listening to either messages or reading Bible, not just once. There are things that you didn't see initially or you didn't hear initially. That you will hear again. And the one thing about God, God is that His word is ever new. His word is ever fresh. You might have think, oh, I want it, but go back and listen to it again. You will see that there are things you have not even listened. There are things you didn't hear, rather. So please go over it again. Don't just use, don't just leave it like that. Let the word of God grow in you. Let the word of God produce fruit in you. Let the word of God do the work he has been sent to do in you. Grow. Be fat. Add weight. Be diligent. Be hungry. Desire the right thing. Pray like there is no tomorrow. Be diligent. Stay in your secret place. The Lord bless you. Alright, let's go to our creed. <coughs> let's go to our creed. One, two, three, go. I am an heavenly soldier. I am a warrior. I take my place in God's supernatural army. I give myself to the ministry of the world and of prayer. I am disciplined and competent. I am supernaturally intelligent. I am ready to uproot and to tear down. I am ready to destroy and to demolish. I am ready to build and to plant in God's vineyard. I am equipped with the right knowledge and wisdom. I am not slothful or idle. I will never quit or cave in. I will never accept defeat. I will never back down until my job is done and I finish well and I finish strong. I am obedient. I put my body under strict control. 
so as to be fit for the master's use. God is changing me. God is changing my ideology and my mindset. My spiritual antenna is sharp and in tune to God's voice. I have the spirit of wisdom and revelation. I receive the Lord's agenda of innovative ideas that is pouring on the earth this season. This time, through me, all the families of the heart will be blessed and they will come blessed. I am a guide, I am a light, I am a teacher, and I'm an instructor to the world. I will not fall by the wayside. I will not be a wounded soldier. I am strong. I am vibrant. I am trustworthy in this end time God's supernatural. Amen. Amen. Today, we'll be eating the food limitations to your growth. Hallelujah. Limitations to your growth. Let's read Romans chapter 8, verse 4 to 9. Romans 8, 4 to 9. In order that the righteous that the righteous requirement of the law might be fully met in us, who do not live according to the sinful nature, but according to the spirit. Those who live according to the sinful nature have their mindset on that have their mindset on that nature on that nature desire but those who live in accordance with the spirit have their mindset on what the spirit desires the mind of a sinful the mind of a sinful man is death do you hear that but the mind controlled by the spirit is life and peace the sinful mind is law. None can do it so. The sinful mind is hostile to God. Sorry. The sinful mind is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law. You know, I've always said that. That this body is not, is not built to obey God. It always wants to have its way. <coughs> Said. The sinful nature is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law or can do it. Those controlled by the sinful nature cannot please God. You, however, are not controlled by the sinful nature, but by the Spirit. If the Spirit of, of Christ lives in you, if the Spirit of God lives in you, and if anyone does not have the Spirit of God, he does not belong to Christ. If the Spirit of God lives in you, and if the Spirit of God, <clears throat> and if anyone does not have the Spirit of God, he does not belong to Christ. Yeah. Galatians chapter 5 and verse 17. Let's read that too. Galatians chapter 5 verse 17. For the flesh desire what is against the Spirit, and the Spirit desire what is against the flesh. These are opposed, these are opposed to each other <clears throat> so that you don't do what they want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Praise the Lord. I will highlight the limitations. The number one limitation that I want to speak about or talk about this morning 
is over spirituality. Don't be over spiritual more than God. I mean, you can't play this card more than God. Not everything is tongues. You know, like I was saying, the place of diligence. Be diligent in elevating your intellectual capacity. Don't just be there. Not everything is tongues. God will not come down and read your Bible for you. <coughs> know what God is saying part time and do it. Don't be fixated on a particular potter. God uses the potter of my son, my son. Do not do that. You, God used it the first time. He used it the second time. And then you're already you know, fixated on the fact that anytime God wants to speak to you, you must hear an audible voice. It is not so. Don't over-spiritualize everything. There are portals where which God speaks to you. Sometimes some people will just have a very big goose pimples all over their body. When the presence of God comes in, you know, or when they're supposed to be sensitive to or something. Excuse me. They have goose pimples all over their body. Sometimes some people will just know something. Sometimes they just there will just be a burden on your heart. Sometimes I will read books. God speaks to me through books a lot. That is why I I don't joke with books. I buy books regularly. I buy I buy books regularly. I have a boy online that sells book book vendor. I'll just send him the kind of book I want and he will look for it for me. Hmm. I buy books. You know, because I know God speaks to me through books. I also hear audibly. And some and I see. You see? But because I cannot now say because I see. I should leave it that way. God must speak to me only through seeing. No. Don't over-spiritualize it. Be open to different portals that God wants to use. <coughs> Be open. The Bible says people that are led by the Spirit of God are called the sons of God. What is the proof of your sonship? Being led. If you are not being led by God, you are not yet a son. If you are not being led by God, you are not yet a son. So, how does God lead you? Don't be fixated on one porter. God must come down. God must come down and knock my door. No, 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 no. no. Don't over-spiritualize everything. Not everything is tongues. God gave us common sense so that we do not disturb him. God moves in diverse ways. God wants to talk and have a conversation. In a relationship where there is love, where the love language is spoken, they will, you know, <clears throat> the, the relationship will be very strong. Don't over-spiritualize everything. Talk to your father first. Let me tell you, I have seen situations whereby I am praying. And I heard God say to me, Daughter, go and sleep. It has happened to me not once, not twice. I was praying, I was struggling, and I knew that my heart or my body is beginning to pain me. Okay, like yesterday when we were all chatting, I was really very strong, but I was still there. So I wanted to pray before we started, but my body, I had a serious temperature. So I sat down to pray, and God said, sleep. And I liked him, and I slept.
and I woke up later, you know, I was a bit better, then I can do this. There are times I'll be praying and God will say, stand up, go and do something. While I'm praying, it's, it, that happens to me a lot, especially when I'm speaking in tongues, you know. I've just spoken in tongues for more than one hour. And God will say, stand up, go and check this. Stand up, go and do this. Let me give you, an, let me give you another analogy. Last two weeks, uh, <coughs> I decided, I started teaching my children how to walk in divine health. So we started by, we're no more, I'm no more going to buy drugs. When they are sick, they pick the word of God and we start by saying, by stripes, I am healed by his stripes, you know. My first son can actually say that now. He knows that one very well. Mommy, I have a dick. What's the next thing? He will lay his hand on his head and, you know, by his stripes. But my younger son, you know, cannot say that. So I have to believe, you know, on his, uh, on his behalf. So he had a very big boil on his bum bum. And at a point, my heart was shaking. for me. But I knew I heard God clearly that said no drugs. So I started with Holy Communion and bread. We will eat it today, Holy Communion. And I kept on saying, you are healed. Holy Water for me, in the name of Jesus, you are healed. You know, I kept on saying that. I kept on saying that. I, for days, it was very, the temperature, the temperature didn't crash. But I kept on, I kept the word of God strong in my mouth. You know, he had one big boil in his bone. Then all of a sudden, we're, we're in a place and somebody said, let me check out, let me check his bumble. And we checked it and lo and behold, life maggot came out of his bumble. Oh, I don't know the name. That's, that's something close to each other. You know, and we were wondering. And the thing was still, was still even alive when we pressed it out. When the mommy, when the woman, is a, she's a grandma, pressed it out of his bumble. The thing was still alive. It's on my phone. So, the proof of your sonship is that you are being led. And God can decide to lead you in different ways. I was telling somebody two days ago, I said, anytime I'm going out and I will pick somebody on the road, I will know before I get there. Or immediately I see the person, something will just prick my heart, touch my heart, and then I will, I will there are times I would have gone. I will have to reverse and say, please man, you go in. It has happened to me over and over and over and over again. So, don't, don't, don't be fixated on one thing. Don't over-spiritualize everything. Pray, study, read books, listen to messages, go to YouTube, download messages. Anyways, by the way, we'll soon be on YouTube. So, go to YouTube, download messages, be there. Listen to different people. Sometimes the things you are crying about is in somebody's book. Sometimes the things you are so agitated about is with somebody. Just pick up your phone and call. When I first started doing um, natural hair, I was so overwhelmed by, how do I do this? How do I do this? I checked the YouTube. By the time I finished checking the YouTube, I was more confused than before I started checking it. I was very confused. This one will say this. I was like, Holy Spirit, but you said I should not put relaxer in my hair. So, what's the next thing? And I heard him say to me, call so so and so. I said, okay. So I picked my call. This is somebody I've not seen in years. 
in years. And I picked my call and I said, la 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 la. And we started gisting, we started talking. I said, ah, all right. I'm doing natural hair. Oh, me mama, I should go about it. And she said, do it this way, do it this way, do it this way, do it this way. And that settles it. But if I'm waiting for God to now come and say, Bori, Bori, call my daughter, Bori. Ah, you will, not, you will not be useful that way. You will not be useful. I'm saying don't over-spiritualize everything. <coughs> the limitation number two to your growth is excuses. Show me a man full of excuses. Then I will give you a man that cannot move forward. There is always a but in whatever he does. I know you should read, he knows he should read the Bible, but he is tired. I ought to pray, but I want to sleep. By the virtue of the way I'm feeling, I'm not supposed to be here tonight, this morning. I'm not supposed to talk. But one thing I've realized is this. Champions don't rest. Eh? Eh? They only relax and chill for a while. But while they were relaxing, they are walking. <coughs> Something is going on. You know? There's always a but. He's supposed to read a book, but. He's supposed to listen to messages, but. A man full of excuses is a man that can never move forward. Put a call through just to ask after, but. And you know, there's an adage that says where there is a will, there is a way. You know, every time there is a but. Every time there is something. Every time, always giving excuses. He should not, he should, he, he, he cannot be an up and down person. First Corinthians 6, 12 to 13. I want to, I want to read that. Let me see. First Corinthians 6, 12 to 13. Thank you, Holy Spirit. First Corinthians 6, 12 to 13, I'm coming. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. First Corinthians 6, 12 to 13. Everything is permissible for me, but not everything is helpful. Everything is permissible for me, but I will not be brought under the control of anything. Food for the stomach and stomach for the food. But God will do away with both of them. You are supposed to fast. That is when your stomach is, is, is doing summer, summer. And then you stopped fasting. A man full of excuses can never move forward. Mm. He's supposed to fast. You cannot bring your body on that control, on that subjection. You know, in our creed, we have a line that says, I bring my body on that street control. Under street control. Have you seen an athlete eating everything? Somebody that is, that, that is going to run an Olympic, you know, um, game, this Olympic day. Owari, have you seen Serena Williams? He will eat pizza. He will eat coke. He will, she will drink coke. She will eat amala. Have you, is that possible? When you are too heavy with junks, you can't move. When you are too heavy with junks, you can't move. When you are too heavy with sin, you cannot see God. When you are too heavy with flesh, your mind will be set on flesh. 
Don't always give excuses. Find out what you're supposed to do and do it. You will see that when you start, there'll be a way. You know, I've always told you that there's a way God meets us halfway. There's a way God meets us halfway. Stop with these excuses. Nothing is very convenient. But you must rise above, above giving excuses. You know. If you are giving into the flesh, you, will, you won't reap anything more than death. Stop making excuses. Excuses are the tools for incompetence. Excuses will hold you back from assessing what God has in store for you. Stop feeding your flesh. Take up the things of God and walk in the power of the Spirit. You are not going to be empowered, relevant, impactful, watching TV or gisting. Or you will not. What is your excuses for not following Jesus closely and, and fully? What is your excuses for not, <clears throat> for not ta daily taking up your cross and following him? What is your excuse? What is your excuse for not doing it? The excuses are already piling up. You have, one, you have each excuse for one thing. You did not read your Bible because... Have you seen people that... They will shout, when you send them something and they did not do it, they will have something to say. That's the same way you are behaving. That's the same way. Your limitation number three is your association. The matter <coughs> of relation is so defining that you must pray yourself into firebrand relationships. Because there are people all over the world that is standing for what you are standing for. You must seek out, discern, invest, and grow the relationship that God has ordained for you. Who are the people that together your heart beats for God? You need to cut the rope of wrong association. You are the only one that talks about God in your friend, in, in your circle of friends. What are you still doing there? When you are talking, people are just like, Oh, you... They will keep dragging you back. They will keep dragging you back. You cannot be on the same stage. You cannot be on the same level. You cannot be on the same thing. On the same... You cannot. They will keep dragging you back. They will keep making you to sin. What are you doing with relationship that is wrong? Somebody that you cannot say, can we fast together? Somebody can, that you cannot share your heart with. <clears throat> Somebody that you cannot, that cannot wake you up when it's time to pray. And you are saying my bestie to somebody that knows jack about God. Or somebody that is just there spiritually. spiritually. Wrong association. <clears throat> Those friends might not be sincerely bad. But they can't help you walk with God. Then leave them. Start to pray for them. You leave that gang. You leave that group. Your relationship are the key part of your life and your growth. Do you have friends that you cannot be naked with? They will use it to talk. They will use it to, you know, against you. Who are your accountability partners? Your relationship must happen by the spirit. You've got to go for firebrand relationship. We stick with our firebrand friends regardless of their type, their age, their gender, their social status. We stick to them. And remember, 
And remember, they will have their own different backgrounds. Because they are your firebrand fire friend does not mean that, you know, once in a while there won't be a clash. I think that's where people miss it because they are forgotten that this person too is human. You know, everybody is working on how to be perfect. Ah, no, 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 no. You trash your, your, your differences out and you move on. You know, but, but you both have to grow and be matured. You keep seeking God's face together and keep staying in the secret place. What made Ruth stay with Naomi? What made David men risk their lives to get him water? What made Jonathan protected David while his father wanted to kill him? What made Elisha run after Elijah? What made Barak wanted Deborah so badly? Stop seeking for just new relationship. Seek for fire brand relationship. I think I saw something in the book of Isaiah. Let me check it if I can see. Get it and show you. Mm, thank you, Jesus. Holy Spirit, you know what I'm looking for. Let me get let me see it on time. Thank you, Father. Okay, Isaiah chapter 50 and verse 11. Isaiah 50 and verse 11. Look, all you who kindled a fire, who encircle yourself with fire brands. Did you see? Walk in the light of your fire. Look, all you who, you are not, this place is not talking to a, a, just one person. All of you who, who kindled a fire, who encircle yourself with firebrands, walk in the light of your fire, and in the firebrand you have light. This is what you will get from my hand. You will lie down, you will lie down in a place of torment. When you lie down in a place of torment, when things are not really rosy, your firebrand friends will encircle you. They will help you to light the candle. You need firebrand relationships. They might be younger, they might be older. They might be slimmer, they might be fatter. They might be local, they might be touche. Stick with them. Stay with them. As you keep rubbing off one another, one another, as you keep correcting one another, as you keep helping one another, then you will grow. Then their life will become your, both of you, your lives will become refined. Stop seeking for new relationships when you have not done well with the old ones. Honor your friends. Don't stay. <clears throat> Don't say it is not. Don't say, is it not that body that we grow up together? Oh. No, 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 no. Don't despise people. Don't despise people. Honor your relationship with people. Go out of your way for people. Buy your friends gift. Let them know you appreciate them. Don't wait till their birthday to say thank you. Don't wait till, their, till, their, till, till, till Christmas to say the reason for the season is Jesus. And for this reason, I want you to know, no. Just wake up one day and say, today is, I'm, I'm just celebrating my friends. 
put them on your WhatsApp status. You know, just appreciate them. Just love them. Honor them. Let them know that you, you, you know, let them know that they, they, are, they are really important to you. That way the feelings will be mutual. You know why you will honor people? Because people come to represent different things in your life. You have people in your life as your prophet. You have people in your life as your, as your advisor. You have people in your life that they are just your loyal people. You, no matter what, they are just there. You have your mentors. You have, to, you have your protégé. You have your checkup person. You know, she will just, she will always, she will check up on you. Always. Please don't do, I'm older than you game. Honor one another unto the Lord. Don't miss out on God-ordained relationship because of age. So ask God for the right relationship and leave the old wine skin of friends. They can't profit you. They cannot profit you. Number four, limitation to your growth is ignorance. Please, you need to elevate your intellectual capacity. Don't just be a KJV person. Read other translation. Ah, <laughs> eh, I want that translation. Eh? They are bad. They are clinical. Fine. I'm not saying they are not bad. It's you that you know that they are bad. Me, I don't know that they are bad. Check them. Get things done by the spirit and by common sense. Don't be ignorant of the devices of the enemy. It will bring distractions to keep you away from the original path. What are distractions? Distractions are alternative attractions. Distractions are alternative attractions. That is not where you are going. That is not what you are supposed to be beholding. But <clears throat> Hallelujah. But it will bring something to you know that looks like what you are seeing. Don't be distracted. It's a device of the devil to take you off track. Your phone can be a distraction. Set your, set your boundaries, you know, for yourself. Know what you want with your life. Don't be ignorant. You, you'll be punished for being ignorant. There's no, there's no excuse for being ignorant. There is no excuse for it. There is no excuse for it. Embrace, embrace, embrace what you're supposed to do. Know yourself. I want to teach you how to do prayer on the go. Don't wait till you get home before you pray. Make sure prayer is part of you. Confession is part of you. Your mouth is always saying something. I have good friends. I have godly heritage. I am not ignorant. Pray yourself. Do You know, I said we don't cut walk our way into things God has for us. Look at these things that I've mentioned. Which of them are you ready to do away with? They will not help you. They will just be pulling you down. There are things that just hold you down from not go for not, you know from growing. It will not work. It will not work. we have come to the end of this spiritual meal challenge you know we have come to the end of it
It has been awesome and wonderful. I have added weight as a person. I have dropped some fat. I am building up muscles and God is working on me and my heart. Especially the things of the flesh I do. <clears throat> that I do. Now I know that they are not helping me to grow. You know, there is a restraining order for me. I can't get angry like I used to. Talking anyhow, talking anyhow is off the radar. God started to sensitize my thinking, my approach, my manners, my ways, my dressing, everything. I hear God calling you to come up either, come up higher, refuse destruction, damn the consequences, embrace your ordination, and deliver your assignment. Would you let the Holy Spirit do a deeper work within you? Would you condemn the world and set your affection on the things above? What price are you willing to pay to take the gospel to your inner circle and to the world? Do you want a real relationship with Jesus that takes you from being cold and sane to the hot and fresh? Would you allow Lord Jesus to refine you for consecration? Release yourself into the constant practice of spiritual fire. This is your destiny. This is what God wants for you. This is what he's waiting for. He's calling on you. He's calling. He's waiting for you to come so that I can meet you halfway. This is your destiny. Don't play gambles with your life. Don't play ludos with your life. This is your destiny. God bless you. Amen.